Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 97. And we are sitting here, as always, with uh, my wonderful co-host, my right, Michael Saavedra. Hello. And I'm also here with the man running the boards today, the uh, never-make-a-mistake C-Mart over there. Fucking beautiful talent. Just amazing. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to our guest, uh, I think what we should do is tell you about a little opportunity that's happening right now and that you can take advantage of. If you go to floathouse.ca right now, you're going to see the premier isolation tank experience in the lower mainland. Super nice. First of all, it's one of the swankiest little spots you can go to. It's just a total treat for yourself. It's very relaxing. Um, something I like about it is like, it's like a spa for your mind. It's super cool. Who wouldn't want to take care of themselves in a way that's going to benefit you both short and long term? It's amazing. And if you want to get more information, such as locations, pricing, you want to go to floathouse.ca. That's where you want to go. Floathouse, bitch. Floathouse.ca. Now, that being said, did I say the, pro- I didn't say the promo, promo code? code. <laughs> maybe you want to do that and maybe you want to get a you know, little uh, first time offer. Well, why don't you use our podcast promo code? That's Podcast. Lowercase i, lowercase i, podcast. There you go. Boom, 20% off. Man, that felt a lot better telling them the actual deal. (laughs) Uh, With that being said, uh, we hope you check it out, floathouse.ca. Now, let's go on to our guest. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is a social media manager and a guru. No, I'm not a guru. Never say that. No, it's okay. He's he's not a guru, but uh, he is a social media manager. He's a community manager. Um, We've been friends for many years. Uh, This podcast is many years in the making, and uh, I am proud to say he's a good friend of mine. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Derek Bullen. Hi, guys. Great to be here. Just want to point out I'm not a guru in any form. In any capacity whatsoever please please don't ever refer to me i kind of feel like one in this uh oh yeah yeah don't ever refer to me as that unless i'm in float house (laughs) spiritual palace totally it's a crazy vibe in here right isn't it it's it's always like yeah it's awesome superly super clean aesthetics we got the uh yeah what's going on behind me today trippy (laughs) trippy video on the wall last week someone was like it looked like El Phantasmo's actual entrance video for wrestling, which is funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, how's it going, man? It's been a, lo- it's been been a long time. It's been a while. We it's had that uh, Skytrain running recently. But Very recently, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen you since uh, the days at that, that, that store. eyewear <laughs> yeah. retailer that we worked Yeah, for. way back then, yeah. Um, but the thing about that was is uh, we hit it off right away, and we always had pretty good rapport. Um, I always felt... Uh, you were you were destined for good, great things and uh, mediocre. Look mediocre at you! Things. Look at you now! <laughs> totally mediocre. Look at you now! Loving it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, man, it's it's been a while, but uh, how you been? How how you how you been uh, spending your time? Good. Oh, you know, managing some some social media, practicing <laughs> my my guru skills. Uh, now, when did you get into that? Uh, probably after the the job at that that place. Uh, I I wear yeah <laughs> I wear a retailer. All right, all right. We worked out together. Uh, went and did some customer support at like this early, early stage tech startup. And mm-hmm. I think there was like five people working at the company and they were like, Hey, we need someone to do social media. You're the only guy here with a Twitter account. 
go nuts. So <laughs> that's, Twi- the those, only guy with a Twitter those account. Those were my credentials. Yeah, like, exactly. Time. Yeah, yeah. You're the only person in this room who has ever used Twitter before. What's the hashtag? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know. You're it. <laughs> you're in. We should bring up just for uh, continuity purposes that uh, Saavedra also does uh, community management and uh, social media management. Um, so this is epic for me to be able to have like uh, opinions that we can draw upon from both sides. Yeah, like well, I'm this. hoping to learn learn some things from him today because I, <laughs> I still have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, like, fucking, uh, when I think about the fact that you just said that, oh, you're the only guy with a Twitter account. I know, I know you're joking, being facetious, but um, it's strange. I, I saw a live, like a like a usage map, like an active, like a heat map or something. I don't know, something like that. I saw a heat map recently on online, I think it was on Reddit or something, of all the all the geotag tweets ever. And ever that's ever been sent, ever. And like it's crazy popular in Europe, crazy popular in like Southeast Asia, crazy popular in all these areas. But weirdly enough, like Northwest Pacific like Pacific, nothing. Like almost it barely even registered on there. Now what do you attribute that to? What do yeah, you Yeah, I think we have the people here who do use Twitter are like super passionate and they're they're on it all the time. Like I've I'm part of, course, of the yeah. community here who like We all use it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah we all use it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh But that's what I'm thinking though. I'm like, hmm, that's strange though. Yeah, beyond that, like you're either like all in and you're obsessed with Twitter. Not obsessed, but you're like you're <laughs> always on Twitter and you're <laughs> engaging with the people there, or you just you've never bothered, you've never gotten into it. It's very very weird though. I guess there's like so many options out there. What's like a really poor platform out there right now? Like not very popular, but still seems to kind of kick. Uh, Google Plus, I guess. <laughs> all these like these flash in the pan ones that kind of popped up. Like there was uh, Peach was Peach, something that uh, was like. Was it, uh, what's Peach? Ello or whatever. Ello was Ello, the other yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, I had an Ello invite in my inbox recently. That's what that was. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what the Re- fuck recently? is this? Recently, I'm surprised. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they still have the servers on. Bizarre. <laughs> but I heard they got bought up by. A, venture capitalists after saying they would never sell or something sell out yeah, yeah. and uh, that's why they got railroaded by the community it was like actually <laughs> we're not going to support you at all that kind of thing uh yeah it's, that's strange but um I, I think uh you know what's weird about the google plus thing you said is i remember i remember uh when youtube did their little all-in scheme trying to get everyone to like hey what if we just combined our our user base into this like new startup thing i don't know anyone that does it even when i put up these videos on youtube it's like do you want to share it on google plus i'm like why why the fuck would i ever do that <laughs> no one ever yeah like ever i don't think i've ever had a single communication on google plus i think one time i had an accidental like pocket dial Someone used, <laughs> someone used, and I was like, "Are you calling me on Google Plus? What the fuck?" Which, which is super like bizarre to me because it's just it's Google. Like you figured you think. their yeah. like foray into this would have been a lot better. Well, like, yeah, they're the what the biggest company on the planet, and they're literally trying to railroad people into using this thing. And it's real strange. Nobody would. Do nobody it. will touch it, which is weird. Like you think, okay, think about this. They've they've been complete market disruptors with cell phones jumping in with Android. They've completely owned, obviously, the search engines, uh, all the algorithms up there. Just, like, nothing even touches it. Fuck Bing, you know? Like, nothing's even touching it. Uh, they've been able to 
completely wipe out like Yahoo Maps with Google Maps. Like they everything they do is just exceptional. And then they're like, we're gonna do social media. Eh, no, <laughs> not even close. Not even not even medium close to doing it well. Yeah. It's just awful, right? I found that weird. Why, why do you think that is? Why do you think Google has out of touch that way? Uh, I th- they were kind of late to the party. They yeah. <clears throat> definitely. What they did is they tried to to make a product that captured, I guess, the best of what they saw happening yeah. on Facebook and Twitter. But I see. Okay. It was really kind of kind of ham fisted. It wasn't well implemented. And then uh, I know me personally. If you tell me. I have to do something. It makes me <laughs> 100 times more likely to never fucking do it. Yeah, that's, so, that's really true. So when yeah. they started trying to, to force people to buy into it, uh, I think that it was dead in the water after that. Yeah, I still don't understand how they split up my my Google account with my YouTube account. Like for this show, for Intergalactic Interviews, it asked me, do I want to log in as me or Intergalactic Interviews? Or intergalacticinterviews at gmail.com. Or I'm like, what? Why is there five of these things? That should be one. Th-. And then they have the fucking gall to say in the corner that like uh, one one account for everything. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's the opposite <laughs> of that. Like yeah. Accounts listed there. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all daisy chained in this weird cord, massive confusion. It's bad. Yeah. The the circles and like the like everything that they yeah. tried to implement within yeah. like Google Plus just never really caught on with anybody and they didn't have like an associated app that really worked the way that like you want something to work for social Mm -hmm. media like there was no what the hell are you supposed to even do with it like i've logged in a few times and i'm just like you look at it you're like okay like i'm like it's like a poor man's facebook and like poor man's (laughs) pinterest like it's garbage like it's garbage yeah and just to underline actually how bad that really is being perceived for the last five years maybe more You've been hearing people saying like, mm, Facebook's dead and it's, it's dying. No one even wants to get it. The kids aren't even into it, blah, blah, blah. You hear that and then things are still not being able to, to usurp it. So like obviously they're doing something right, yeah. but it is like, it is a fucking mess well, up Well, and Zuckerberg's raking in more more money than God <laughs> right now. That's like, crazy, man. It just I laugh that off like every time you read those articles where it's like, oh, this is the last like... New update for Facebook. Everybody's leaving now. Like, yeah. I bet you they won't. I bet you they won't. Like, you I are leaving. Yeah. Like, you keep this now because, like, the messenger is just taking over Facebook. Like, I think I, I message people on Facebook Messenger more than I even like t- text. Like, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's true, there. man. Like, yeah, it's, it, it's easier. Like, everybody's there. You can see when they're online. Like, it's a it's a good way to just go about. It's so much easier. Yeah, yeah. at somebody yeah. during the day. You don't need a phone number. I think that's how you invited me to do this podcast, <laughs> yeah. actually. It was a Facebook messenger. I reached out. I was like, hey, by the way, uh, if you're interested. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. Um, Svedra, can you do me a favor? Can you look up what Mark Zuckerberg's total net worth is right now? <laughs> because I want to compare it to God's to net God. worth. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what that, gotta be close. that value actually is. <laughs> Yeah, he is making fucking hand over fist. You know who also just made hand over fist is uh, the Fertitta brothers, uh, who are the owners, majority owners of Zufa, which owns the UFC. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. They... It's been talked about for the last couple of weeks, but it was officially announced today that the sale went through to WME hyphen, what is it, IMG? IMG? Yeah. Some crazy fucking conglomerate of like, it's like a talent booking agency Wait, what else do they even what do they have it's like it's like actually apparently most of it is like chinese investors yeah so whatever that entails i have no idea um but i the craziness of, what, what was the answer 35.7 billion jesus Sounds about right. yeah 
How thirty five point seven billion? Yes. Mother of God. That, that would make him terrible. <laughs> Mr. Elon Musk, only twelve point three billion. What a what a fucking he's a popper. Jesus, yeah, total popper. Give him a fucking tin cup and an eye <laughs> eye patch. This guy is fucking just told beggar. Yeah, but uh, we did some math last night because uh, 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 the news broke late last night about the the UFC sale, and uh, it's been talked about for a while that. Uh, Dana White has about between like 10 and 12 percent uh, mi- minority interest in Zufa. So Zufa being sold for 4.2 or 4.3 billion or whatever, that's about 560 million dollars that Dana White's going to make for like 12 percent. That's that's pretty fucking crazy. Especially when you think that the Fertitta brothers bought it for two million dollars 15 years ago. What kind of a fucking return on investment is that? That's a huge Over ROI. Years? Yeah, that's not. Oh bad. my god! Think about that though. They bought it when it was just in the red. That okay. The implications of this are so huge. First of all, that means that there are people that were running this exact same business model into the fucking ground, awfully. <laughs> that were like, oh, just take it off our hands for two million. And then, like fifteen years later, they're like, okay, well, we just set up thirty. Y- generations of dynasties like we, we're we're good we for 15 years investment in two million dollars we're okay like i think that's fucking crazy i i didn't even want to do the math on what the fucking uh fertita brothers are going to make individually pretty wild though that's a lot of money right yeah that's significant return who were the the original guys who kind of shit the bed like uh used to be owned by uh sec that's it or is it g SEG, yeah. Yeah, SEC is like Securities and right. Exchange Commission. <laughs> not, it not. was almost owned by the SEC, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, yeah, SEG. Yeah, they, they, but the thing is, uh, as much as they royally fucked that company up, they actually had all the foresight to do these freak matches that even caused the initial uh, intrigue into the, the sport at all. Like, that's, like, if people get real with it, the authenticity of it now and the legitimacy, sure, that's what drives the banner forward. But initially, it was the mutant freak matches that really made people even give a fuck. It was like, man, this guy that looks like Yokozuna is going to fight a fucking lumberjack. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, this lumberjack knows fucking ninjutsu. Really? Yeah, he has smoke bombs and like that kind of shit. I would watch that. Fuck yeah. Here's and then, a guy with one boxing glove. <laughs> yeah, that is so fucking... <laughs> He's a guy with America sweatpants. Oh, God. And a muscle shirt. And he's going to go out there looking like Hacksaw Jim Duggan That's right. like on cocaine. Like fucking right. More cocaine, sorry. We were talking about Extra recently cocaine. Maurice Smith. I think he was Canadian, too. He fucking he's, uh, he went out there and he was landing those elbows like a fucking savage. Just crazy. Yeah. But anyway, biggest week of uh, MMA just happened, obviously, with UFC 200. Uh, did you watch fights? I did not. No, I missed it. I... Uh... Are you into read up on it? You into MMA and so So there was there was a time. I think when when we were hanging, I was big into it because uh, a chick I was dating at the time was was really? big into yeah. it. Yeah, and so we we go and watch all the fights, and then uh, I I love GSP because of the Canadian connection. And yeah, of after course. That just kind of yeah, it was a weird boom period that happened, like from oh seven ish till about. 2011 2012 it was like just that's why i'm surprised it sold for as high oh my god it kind of seems to be flagging in popularity a little bit but. I, th- I think they reached this weird period of time like this weird like oversaturation where nothing they could do 
was being perceived as good. Like everything, like they, there was too many cards, fighters weren't being paid enough, blah, 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 blah. But then they started making these moves that really seemed to kind of condense their overall vision. Like the deal on Fox took them from, you know, being on Spike, which is like, which is okay, which is weird. Because I, I say that and it almost hurts to like slag them because I kind of liked watching fights on Spike. But then uh, when they went to Fox, I was like, okay, this is, now it's like a sport sport, you know, like cool, whatever, like that kind of thing. Uh, but then it, it, the legitimacy that they bought with it, I don't know. It feels like the Reebok deal hasn't really landed the way they wanted it to. They've lost all the sponsorships uh, that they could possibly give their fighters. So their fighters are obviously hurting financially for that. Um, I don't know. That seems like a weird move. I wonder if this new ownership group, is going to take the initiative and actually give sponsorships back. Well, how long was that Reebok deal for? Was it like a three year? I think it's like seven years. Oh, they're hosts, Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, seven <laughs> years. So, I mean, that... Yeah, and I, two I, years in, not even two years in. Yeah, now. and I think the Fox deal is, is up in about two years. So, um, the rumors has always been that they're going to go to ESPN next. So, if they go to ESPN, they'll be every fucking where. Fox is huge. Like, Fox Sports 1 is obviously a huge, huge network, but it's nothing on ESPN. ESPN has like 80% of the market share or something like that. Just huge, huge, huge implications. That'd be crazy. So maybe that's what they're gearing towards. Maybe they're like, we're going to buy a 4.3, but we're going to be evaluated at like 8.5 the the year after the ESPN deal. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's Nike next. Maybe Reebok. (laughs) By the way, Whoever's been doing all of the designs for Reebok, I, I'm pretty sure it's all just like outsourced to fucking MS Paint. Like they don't give a <laughs> shit. They don't give one fuck about anything that they put out there. Like all the spelling mistakes and stuff like that. And then, oh, you know what was surreal this weekend? Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Derek, but uh, we were all like still, we were just actually talking about it again. We were pretty blown away to see Brock Lesnar come out in Canadian shorts. I didn't even see it. Dude. Okay. Is that what he was yeah. Canadian flag. Yeah. Flag. Yeah. So we're, everyone's like, wow, well-known Canadian athlete Brock Lesnar <laughs> picks up another win in the octagon. Uh, it's like, aren't you from fucking Minnesota? He's like, uh, uh, someone asked him, they're like, yeah, how would you, uh, I think that's what he said in the press conference, right? He's like, they're like, yeah, how, what, what made you, what prompted the decision to represent Canada? He's like, he's like, I fucking live there. He lives in like Saskatchewan or something. Does he actually? Imagine yeah. that. You're like neighbors with Brock Lesnar here. That'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> Some farm in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Like, well, they had the premier of Saskatchewan commented on it and was stoked about it. And he's like, so happy that Brock's building himself from <laughs> Brad, Brad Wall, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right, actually. Uh, you're, you're a big CFL fan, aren't you? Oh, yeah. A rough, rough Big rough because I am. I was born born in Saskatchewan, so it's okay. In, Here in your go. blood. I would say I'm a big CFL fan. Like I know it's it's an embarrassment to football still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Like no one, not even CFL fans you, take you, it seriously. You casually enjoy it, uh, but I, I I love the Riders. I love Riders awesome. games. Yeah, I enjoy CFL football, even though you know it's just it's like preseason for. NFL. I mean, For you me. now have provincial fellowship with uh, Mr. With, Brock, with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> he like, should have come out wearing Ryder Green and put her into more. That would have been fucking crazy. Imagine he's just like, yo, it would have just confused people. <laughs> That's all it would have done. Imagine. Like coming out in Vegas and fucking Ryder Green. Hey, like, maybe they a CFL team for a bit. Yeah. Or, they'd get the, the, fuck are the, the posse rider? or whatever. <laughs> Back in the 
the CFL's yeah. U.S. expansion days. Oh, the was, was it the the Vegas Posse? The was Vegas Posse or Outlaws or someone was like not the Colts. I know it's Indianapolis. No, but, uh, no they had Bal- the Baltimore, Baltimore Colts. Yeah. Baltimore was Colts CFL was it? Team. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hilarious! Didn't they, they win one year? Yeah, they won. Didn't they win? It's like an expansion team comes in and wins the league. She's <laughs> just awful. They're like, yeah, we just play better down here. I don't know what it is. Like we. <laughs> That was during the time of the two Rough Riders teams yeah. as well. Like oh, yeah. The Ottawa Rough Riders. <laughs> Pretty right? interesting times. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that was folly for like every fucking open micer. Terrible <laughs> comedic jokes. Yeah. It's just every, I remember it's watching it on Just fuck. for Laughs. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, Rip Riders. Like, it was like the stage. <laughs> yeah. One of the not, hackiest. Not topical anymore. One of the hackiest premises ever, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy, actually. Uh, I was just thinking of a scenario in my head, though. Um, imagine... With all this Pokemon Go craze going on right now, imagine if you had to, like, like first of all, I don't really know how it works. Don't play it. Don't really know how it goes. Oh, I can't play it. But I got it. I, I got it. <laughs> but I'll just, I'll just say this. Imagine there, from what I understand about it, imagine there was like a Pokemon in Brock Lesnar's backyard, and you had to, you had to have the wherewithal to go get it. <laughs> imagine that. Would you go knock on his door and be like, excuse me, sir, there's a Charizard in your backyard. <laughs> He'd be like, what the fuck is a Charizard? You'd probably fight one for real. He's just a fucking killer, man. Uh, I actually, yeah, I, I don't know what the craze is, but we were just talking about valuations. I think uh, I read today that Nintendo has like an extra 7.4 billion dollars. Just due to this one. One, and it's one been game. like four days or something? Yeah. Oh my. They're already saying it has, has more users than... Twitter and like because they launched in three countries. So do you use it? Yeah, I. Because uh, like everyone, I I see everyone fucking talking about it. Like I've I've never played a second of it. I I don't. I only know like Charizard. That's it. And like Pikachu and that was actually the like, the analytics were actually even crazier than that. It was better over the last four days than Tinder, Instagram, Facebook Messenger, Twitter, Snapchat, shit. everything. There was more use on this app over the last couple days. What? Than there has been like wandering after else. dark the last wow. couple nights hunting Pokemon. Like any, <laughs> like any well-respected 35-year-old man does. But uh, yes. there, you can see groups, groups of people, like adults, walking around face down in their phones, like hunting these digital... That is crazy. Together. So, so what is okay? Explain the app to me, though. So, is it like it? It says there's like geo tags to like where people or like where these Pokemon are. So, yeah, I wanna I wanna clarify here. I'm I'm 35, so I was like <laughs> I was 18 when Pokemon like became popular. Okay, and I never never gave a shit. Like I had a brother who was a decade younger than me, and that was like little kid shit yeah, that he yeah. liked. And I was like, this is it was like cards is, at first, wasn't it? Wasn't it cards? Dumb. It no, was, it wasn't Kurt. Game it was, Boy game, man. Yeah, it was, it was a Game Boy game. Pokemon Red and Blue. I missed all that. I don't know. Yeah, I was <laughs> well never got it. This is well like my first <laughs> first exposure to yeah. Pokemon. Learning animal. a lot today, guys. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but it's crazy. They've they've uh, like mapped out uh, entire cities and put like dueling arenas, like Pokemon arenas, where you can go and battle pets at like major landmarks or whatever they determined to be landmarks, and <clears> then. Uh, you have to, yeah, like walk around physically, get up off your ass and walk around. And people are clocking like, you know, 10, 20 kilometers of walking what? trying to hunt these animals. What if this is all just an epic solution to 
lazy millennials yeah. and making them get off their ass and do shit. It's not bad. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not bad. It's wow. a pretty big indictment if the thing that will get you off of your ass is like something that has no value <laughs> digital, at all. Like, oh, digital fictional got, creatures. Yeah, I got yeah. A, the pet turtle. Not a real one. It's, yeah. it's pixels. But. <laughs> I'm starting to really actually like this idea. Okay, so uh, hold on. I remember also reading earlier today that there was like gang swarms of people that are like uh being attacked for for doing what you're saying like people gathering on the streets well no because you, you read can, about like, this apparently you can set up like your, your own like little spot where you are hanging out and there was some guy that was just like you show up there and then he mugged you and took your shit. like yeah so there's <laughs> like there's Christ. lures you can you can put out that make pokemon like show up oh so if God. you see a lured spot everyone will like go hang out at it because they want to the Pokemon. Okay. What are the like? What are the like? Just so people understand, because I don't fucking know. Uh, for people watching and listening, uh, so when people gather there, is there only like one that shows up? Then like a like a Pokemon, only one will show up. Is that how that works? No, like well, it depends. Like there's there's random ones throughout the map, and they if they get captured, they like respawn after five minutes okay maybe. and so when people are gathering they're just like waiting their turn or that it's like fucking each other so over. if you if you have a, a lure and you put it on they're called poker stops i listen to myself talk about this <laughs> shit and i'm just like mortified for myself but... I'm just so you know i'm super captivated so it's okay <laughs> so, it's please continue you, you can put lures on these these poker stops okay. and they will like draw like rapid spawn Pokemon for like tons of people to capture. So what this one guy in the States who like pretty enterprising guy, I got to give him props with this. Okay. He like threw a lure on a Pokestop and waited for kids to show up and then mug them. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is like, that's, that's nasty. Th that's, that's an angle they didn't consider, but it's, it's pretty smart. Yeah. So that's a very enterprising young gentleman. Like you said, continue to happen. Yeah. The, more you, the game opens wow. up. Wow, so that means, the, what's the evolution of that? The evolution of that is that you'll only go out and group, yeah. <laughs> what is the evolution of that? Yeah. It is an app term. Yeah, thanks, Seymour. Yeah, I guess the evolution would be that you'd only go, like, hunting, I guess, with, in packs. You'd have to have groups of you to go. Yeah. yeah, right? Or Instead of solo rocking down the street. <laughs> give, give your kids... Kids like, packing. It's like midnight, just dicking around, like, I'm going to take my phone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, it is 11 o'clock at night. You are not going. But what the fuck? There's one Some dude spawning. just fell in a hole, too. What? He was just walking the head down, and his phone fucking fell in a hole. What? Where? That fucking, I don't know. Somewhere in the States. I was, just, I was reading, like, all the Florida man. problems. Yeah, it's probably yeah, Florida. Florida. <laughs> it's definitely Florida. Some girl found a dead body, apparently. Like, oh, my a, God. Like, a standby me moment. Like, Pokemon <laughs> leading her to a dead body. I don't know. You kids want to see a dead body. <laughs> Fuck. That is you can also, a standby me moment. You can also catch Pikachu beside it. Don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. It's just, like, perched on top. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. A standby me moment. <laughs> I like that falls in a hole, dead body. <laughs> Jesus, it's a game. That, that's you'll never recover from that ever. I don't care how many fucking Pikachu's you capture. <laughs> Jesus, that's awful. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I, I was never um, never into that, but uh, I'm in my fair share of like Star Trek rants all the fucking time, so it's okay. I, I balance. <laughs> I'll balance it out. It's fine. It's totally fine. So people keep me the Star Trek episode, the the game. I don't. 
I've never heard of it, but people keep like referencing it. They're like, oh, this Pokemon shit's exactly like that. So there's like a an equivalent, like a Star Trek episode where they're like all trapped in a video game or something. He's <laughs> he's not ignoring. The one where they, they gotta get the thing through the little hole. The, get the thing through the it's hole. The game, I think. The and they oh oh the next generation episode titled the that, game. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to brag, but yeah, you know, season five, whatever. <laughs> I can recite dialogue. <laughs> the fucked up thing about that game, by the way, that episode, people don't know. Basically, this game uh, gets delivered to the ship, and it starts off with one person using it, and the whole point of the game is for that person to like, like every time you just put the cup in the hole, you get this insane rush of endorphins, and like this is like pre Molly. So this, if you can imagine, people just <laughs> muffed, just out there, just crazy. <laughs> Uh, and eventually everyone on the ship starts doing it and goddamn Wesley Crusher comes out. Spoiler alert, but it happened 20 fucking plus years ago. You should watch it. <laughs> you should probably see it. <laughs> yeah. Wesley Crusher and uh, actually the girl on that episode, the guest star, she actually was some famous chick. I can't remember her name right now. But anyway, they ended up saving the goddamn day. And uh, if it's anything as addictive as that, I can totally understand why people are mobbing on fucking street corners and shit. Because even watching it on TV, you're like, hmm, that looks kind of cool. I do that. You like use your pupils to, to like guide the cone into the fucking thing. It's like this headset you wear. It's this yeah, weird thing. It's exactly yeah. like that. <laughs> it's, 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 oh my god. Oh my god. This guy's probably playing it right now, walking by. That's one benefit of having the show right on the street. Is you can just watch people. That's more or less what I'm assuming all the time now is when people are holding yeah. the phone. I'm like, are they fucking, I'm like, they're, are, they're, they, are they're, they playing? Are they playing? They're hunting Pokemon. Totally, right? <laughs> I want yeah, to play. That's crazy. And how long has it been out now? Like four days? Four yeah, days. It's not out in Canada yet. You had to, uh, if, you, if you have an iPhone. Are we outing Derek Bowen on this right Yeah, whatever. I don't yeah. think. That's okay. If they ban me, it will probably yeah. be good for me. It's not like you're vis- visible <laughs> online or anything. But, like, fucking... uh, yeah, no. Can't find me anywhere. Yeah, Jesus. Uh... Yeah, if you register a U.S. iTunes account, you can download it. Oh, I see. Apple okay. Check yeah, that, shit. that makes sense. Fuck. Yeah. That's weird. So, yeah, tons of people in Canada have it, even without an official release. Mm-hmm. So, it couldn't even it's be in Brock Lesnar's house if we wanted it to be. In Saskatchewan, yeah. In Saskatchewan. Do they even get, do they get cell coverage out there? Uh, <laughs> depends on where you're Well-known <laughs> internet pioneer, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> That's pretty funny, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh... Dude, lots of stuff going on right now, though. Uh, I think we have been enjoying a pretty nice, light atmosphere, but I'd, I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't bring up uh, just the sheer chaos right now that's going on in the States. The the other side of the coin, which is not Pokemon, which is uh, the All Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I think they're catching Pokemon, too, though. <laughs> I, that's the one thing that unites everyone together, is that, uh, you know, Pokemon, everyone's into it. Even me, who apparently doesn't even know anything about it. <laughs> but uh, I was wondering, um, what what do you make of this out there? Because it it's, it's obviously uh, a real problem, and it's obviously something that affects millions tens of millions of people and it and it's a real issue that's been going on for decades um but there never really seems to be any movement forward i've said before on the show that the only real change i've ever witnessed in history ever documented has been through bloodshed and it's awful it's an awful fact but show me a situation where that hasn't been the case show me where that hasn't been the case people might say like gay rights movements and things like that. But I think a lot of blood was shed for them to oh, do that. Absolutely. A lot of yeah. like 
like truck draggings and like beat downs and emotional suppression, just absolutely awful things. So there, there, there's your bloodshed for that, that change. So when you hear something about like the Dallas situation that took place, um, I was performing that night and I didn't hear anything about that until well after like the, the immediate whoa rage factor because I got home like 2 a.m. or something like that. I got home and I, I was like, wow, the world went fucking crazy tonight. Cops are getting shot at and killed and, you know, just crazy shit. I, I was wondering, what were, your, what were your initial thoughts about that? Your first initial yeah, reaction? Wow, is, <laughs> yeah. So. Long-winded question. But yeah, just, yeah, no. It's definitely still, a, like, obviously no one should be shooting cops. Obviously, yeah. And I, I can't believe it's gotten to that point where, like, I don't think the Black Lives Matter movement as a whole feels that killing cops is is a step yeah. they need to take to, to solve uh, what they're facing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you, you get someone who's insane enough and they buy into a movement and they have access to a gun and yeah, some, some bad shit's probably gonna go down. Um, I haven't actually read too much about the, the shooter himself, did they? Apparently he was a, uh, the breakdown I saw was that whatever this means in the U.S. military, but he was a third grade private class, whatever, but he was his fifth year. So he should have been like fifth grade. So he obviously wasn't like up to snuff and he wasn't a very good shot. Apparently, apparently he was like awful, awful at it. So he apparently got very motivated and like really 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 increased the skills obviously which is fucking crazy to say but yeah that's that's the most i read about him um apparently his, his former roommate said that he was like constantly saying he hated white people and shit like that so. yeah like i don't think that's <clears throat> necessarily a, a byproduct of the movement itself i think it's just some that's that guy crazy yeah. asshole got yeah and, and was given the the means to do something about it well, it's strange like okay again though who could possibly endorse killing anyone, let alone cops? So, like, we're we're not doing that here. But the the pushback feeling that you feel, you can feel it. it when you read about it, when you hear about it, you can feel that vibe where it's just like enough is enough. Like the people are very upset with two different sets of rules: the the blue rules, and then everyone else, and then even just and then and crazy disproportionately even more the black rules where like if you're a minority uh, black and brown rules where you, where you just have zero zero leverage zero room for any kind of wiggle room of any kind of presumption of, of innocence there it's just it's constant and and um i i have personally been witness to it with friends of mine when i've been hanging out with them i i've, I've seen some awful awful things happen that would never have happened in another sense. So it's crazy to see that. Like you get really upset. I mean, how many times do you see on social media, like a Facebook video and you see it's like random town USA, this guy gets beat down for doing nothing. And then you see them like, you know, concrete this guy like straight down to his face, boom. And he's bleeding and he's crying out. I'm not resisting. And, and they're sitting on him or leaning on him with their knees, just beating the shit out of him. 
it makes me fucking feel full of rage, man. It's some of the most infuriating stuff. Sometimes I can't even click through those. I see those in my feed and I, I just hit hide right away. I'll just be like, I can't because I, it's going to fuck my mood up. I yeah. know it's going to fuck my day up. I, I don't want to watch that. But then you turn around and you think, I'm like, man, am I, am I being a coward? Am I being a coward by not like recognizing why that makes me angry? Because making me, it makes me angry because it's injustice. It should be totally addressed and I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm, I think I, I don't know. It's not just, it's not just uh, the way that they treat minorities. It's the way that they treat uh, themselves in the situation, I guess, because they're not bringing themselves to justice. The, the, the blue rules I was bringing out earlier, those guys, they don't, they don't account they have no accountability. It's fucking awful. I don't know how you change it. How do you change it unless you clean house completely? Yeah. How do you do? I, uh, I don't know how you what fucking you get to deal with a no. lawless society. For I know a few years exactly. You build it from the up. Like we don't want to go Mad Max on these yeah. motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> like I want to have some kind of like real change, but I don't know how to do it. And that's, I guess that's what comes back to the thing. I'm like the the bloodshed thing is the only <clears throat> thing out there. I'm not endorsing this. I'm just saying that like. Show me another option. We'll do it. We'll fucking do it. But I'm pretty sure at this point, chanting and singing and holding hands and sit-ins and all that, they're not doing it. Whatever the fuck we've been waiting for, it's not this. It's, it's not happening. Yeah. I, I don't know. And so you look at, uh, you guys see the videos from uh, Baton Rouge yesterday? I did the, see. I saw like, the photo being passed around. Crazy. The, the lady, it, yeah. Like military cops. Yeah. Just going nuts on these protesters. Yeah. Like, there was an army there. Like, it looked like. I mean, they're wearing, they're wearing, if that was Fallout, they were wearing straight up combat body armor, like combat armor, like for, mil for flak protection, not from bottles and whatever the fuck. And we're talking about like, we're talking about people that are dressed as soldiers against their fellow citizens. So, I mean, when you think of a soldier, you think of like GI Joe or something like that. No, we're talking about like Dan from down the street or whatever the fuck. And he goes to your barbecues and then, Oh wait, my job is to kick your ass this week. Sorry. Like there's no, um, I don't know. It's like, there's no mouthpiece for, the people within that community, within the actual law enforcement uh, that actually want to step up and say, look, I'm tired of being uh, brought down by all these bad apples. I'm, I'm tired of that. Because I bet you the guys that got shot in Dallas, I bet you, I don't know. I don't have any, I don't know anything about them. But I, I bet you they're not the kind of guys that you see, you know, curbing and bricking people on the ground and like just choking them out. And it's awful. But maybe they're guilty of that. I don't know. But, like, the reality is they didn't get a trial, which is what you're supposed to have. Everyone's supposed to have that. You, they didn't get fair due process. They didn't get any of that. It's just sickening, man. It makes me fucking upset. Yeah. I want to want to preface this by saying that my interactions with cops, because I'm, I'm a white dude, have always been. <laughs> like, I respect cops. I like <clears> the work <throat> they do. But in any line of work, you, you go to McDonald's, there's, there's going to be shitty employees at McDonald's. Yeah. You go to... Any job, there's there's going to be shitty employees everywhere. Mm -hmm. But people, a lot of people, operate under this assumption that if you're a cop, you're you're objectively good. Like you are a good person. You don't you don't fuck yeah. up. You don't make mistakes. You're yeah. I know a lot of people personally who have become cops, and they didn't do it because they wanted to help the world. Exactly. They didn't do it because they did it because they had an authoritative streak or they wanted to be the the big dick with a gun. Exactly. And, yeah. Uh, so you do have a lot of these. There are people who get into it because they, they really want to help the world and they want to make their communities a better place. But you do have these shitheads. And I don't think 
it's like the military. You're not going to see the good cops coming out and breaking rank and speaking against exactly the like the shit in their own ranks. Just the mentality behind that. Like what you're saying, it totally makes sense. The guys that want to do this, like that should be the first fucking question on the test or whatever. It should be like, <laughs> do you actually want to do this? Yes. Boom. You fail. You can't actually want to do this. You should be forced into this or something. Like, like that should be the first test. And, and that's, the next question should be, um, do you feel like you could stand up for what's right, even in the face of other officers or something like that? Like the the ethics class they put people through is a fucking joke for the most part. Yeah. It's not like it's not the way that you think it's gonna be, where they're like, if you see drugs, don't pocket it. It's like who obviously, <laughs> fuck. That's proof, is it? Like, you know, that kind of stuff. It's it's strange though. It's it's fucking so weird to me that there's even like this weird elite classism that we give to them. Like, there is like the poor the shrinking middle class and then the super 1% of the 1% rich elite. And then this other weird like subclass of law enforcement and, and military military where, where they're just pretty much carte blanche on everything they do morally because it's for the better of all society. So the first thing you hear whenever you say something like that is people bring up, well, next time, uh, Next time uh, your house gets broken into, yeah, make sure you don't call them because th those are the people that will call. But it's like, okay, in that scenario, how many? I, I've had my place broken into. I don't know. Have you ever had your place broken into? Uh, no, actually. Good, been, good. It won't, it won't ever happen. Well, it's going to happen tonight. Now. No, don't, just don't say that. <laughs> but like, the, the reality is, is like, cops didn't prevent that. They didn't get any of my stuff back. What are we talking about here? Like... Well, well, I'm sure you felt real safe. You know what made me fucking feel safe was realizing I shouldn't, <laughs> I should stop sleeping with a screwdriver under my fucking pillow. <laughs> was <not> like, <laughs> that was where I was like, okay, maybe everything's okay. Maybe it was a one-off, <laughs> you know, kind of like that You're kind not of coming back. Yeah, screwdriver. It was a fucking Phillips too. <laughs> boom, straight right in the head. Uh, but yeah, like like that kind of. Thing. I'm just saying, like the idea that, uh, you know, that they're just like holy and untouchable, infallible officers, you're right. There are going to be shitheads in this employment line that are, it's just, it's hard to do. Like, just attracting anyone to do this, period, invites that kind of mentality. There's no way around it. I don't know how you fucking change that. Because then you get, say you get the fresh-faced guy that goes in there that isn't like that. Say you get the guy that goes in there and is like, it's like, I'm going to shake this motherfucker up from the core. No one can fuck with me. I have my own values, whatever. Day one, rookie blue they sit him down with like some hard-nosed fucking guy who's been there for like 20 years putting in his pension and just trying to get his like life together and he's been fucking suspended probably five times or something and that guy is like listen you don't take any fucking shit you never rat on any of us da la la and that's it he's fucked he's already institutionalized right after that you'll never get him back you'll yeah. never have it it never happens and that's getting passed down like year to year year to year and then that guy in 20 years is like my first day i was pretty fresh-faced kid blah blah like it sounds like a movie cliche but tell me how that's not working <laughs> tell me how that's not how it is because obviously the system we're in right now is completely full of that it's more it's more full of that than anything i've always resented the fact that when i'm walking down the street and i see a police cruiser unmarked or otherwise i've always resented the fact that i feel threatened more than i feel protected well yeah i don't think anyone sees cops and they're like oh i feel safer they're but like oh isn't that fuck shit, I'm gonna like get shouldn't it be, like shouldn't it be like this like imagine a scenario like this like outside right here right now we're about two blocks from chaos so i i totally appreciate the police being around but I'll say this, when I see them pull by, again, I don't feel comfort 
I don't feel comfort at all. I feel the threatening nature that comes with it. But I also think like if if the scenario was that everyone who's walking on the street, like there's this couple walking over there right now, these people walking, whatever. If the cop car drove by and, and they go, hey, honey, look, there's a cop. Wave. Cool. Yeah, cool. Why? Because, oh, because those are our, our local neighborhood cops that are always keeping us safe. That's like fucking Rick and Tannis or whatever the fire. I don't know the fuck. Tannis. It's <laughs> a good little fucking fake name there. Anyway. Uh, Rick and Tannis. <laughs> Rick and Officers fucking Tannis. Rick and I try to be gender neutral on that one too and equal. So, yeah. But, uh, that, you know what I'm saying? It's like th- that doesn't exist. There's no like, uh, hey, how are you? It's all just like, Jesus, please don't fucking talk to me. If you talk to me. And then they're like, why are you nervous? Because you have the capacity to ruin my life. No other job has that. You have that arbitrarily. What am I going to do? Well, you know, so that's yeah. what I mean, I, I come from a smallish town. Like in a big city, you're not going to get that. I came from, uh, I, was, I grew up in Salmon Arm, mm-hmm. which is like smaller. It's like yeah. 12,000 people. But like we knew the cops there. We would, there, it was a pretty small force. Yeah. We... Uh, I was friends with one of the constable's daughters, so we'd like party at his house all the time. That was, was cool. cool. So we yeah. we were on like first name basis, and, which like, is cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Didn't feel like cops were out to to necessarily fuck your life up there. Like if you got pulled over, they'd uh, they usually give you warnings. That's right. Your way, but because you might be the kid that makes their burger, right? <laughs> well, that's true. Right? So spit they're like, burger. fuck. It's a weird balance of power, and that's what is missing. I think we just figured it out. <laughs> people can't live in cities larger than the town you grew up in okay split into a bunch of mini communities but yeah, yeah here you're not gonna get that <laughs> at all and th- you have these huge citywide police departments that yeah. like are having trouble hiring so there's probably gonna be it's like saying police force military they're if you can make you know eight billion dollars making a game where you fucking hunt digital animals or you can be a cop <laughs> serving your community yeah. what would you pick obviously yeah that's yeah. a good point that's a very good point i mean i guess when i picture policemen in my mind the generic policeman you'd think that you want them all to be like john cena you want like you know a hundred john <laughs> cena's honor loyalty respect unfallible just like just or what am i saying fucking just untouchable these guys you know and and it's it's not like that fortunately the ratio is way off I should also preface this by saying uh, I got a brother-in-law who's, uh, who's uh, an officer, and he's a really good guy. And, uh, yeah, we've talked about this stuff before, and it's, you know, it's out there. It's always out there. And I'm sure there's cops who, who definitely take issue with uh, a lot of the, the prejudice and the, the shit that's going on in the States. Of but, course, yeah. But, yeah, you're not going <clears> to <throat> – you can't come out publicly yeah. and say anything. I wonder how much – there was an attitude the next day at roll call. I wonder how much there was an attitude of like, we need to reassert ourselves out there. I wonder what the added, like that must've been a very, very crazy feeling walking into that room the next day, because I mean, is that the largest uh, law enforcement attack, single law enforcement attack in history? Was that like for a lone shooter? Was it? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't a lone shooter, was it? Was it? I thought there I were. Know. I thought there were four. I guess they initially said not really that a bunch, educated yeah. about it. We're, we're, so let's preface this. Yeah. Tell you what, we can just delete saying, the last twenty minutes. We have no <laughs> idea what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure three were taken in, no problem. But the last guy went down with like. Oh, they had the the robot oh, kill him. Now that's whatever. even yeah. now that's even crazier. Now there's a precedent for we were talking about do 
due process and trial earlier. That's a really strange precedent to set that they just put a robot in there and detonated a bomb. Now put yourself in the, the killer shoes for a sec, as disgusting as that would be. You hear like the, what is it, like tire treads? See, I, I and you're like, what is this? Picture, like, yeah. You, you ever see Short Circuit? Like yeah, that's John, exactly. Johnny Five. I'm like, that's... when Johnny Five joins the gang, and has like the bandana <laughs> on him, and they're like, he's I'll cut him vato, and like he goes out there. Yeah, that kind of thing. That, that's exactly what I'm picturing. Yeah, and you just hear the and he's like, I'm not coming out. Boom, just blows him up. That's it. And yeah, that is kind of a scary, scary precedent. It's weird. Like in that scenario, I actually think it was. It was okay because he had already murdered so many people and, you know, you, they, bombs yeah, and, and they witnessed him and he's like, again, they were sitting there, they had him cornered for a while. I totally understand that. But there's also like this idea, I think if you go back to like Waco with like David Koresh, people are still like debating the rules of engagement that the federal officers and the FBI used to, to attack that compound in Waco. Because of that, because you're supposed to have due process, you're supposed to have all this, and if you are like a holdup, they're supposed to wait you out and like negotiate with you, prevention of death, you know, pr- uh, preservation of life. That's what it's supposed to be, and it just didn't. Seem, I think people maybe think the the implication is that because fellow officers that they knew died, they overreacted by denying this guy, a, you know, trial. Like, like this was in. Texas, right? He would have got the fucking chair or oh, something, right? Yeah. yeah, like he should have got the chair. Is like what people are saying. Like that's what happens to people that break our laws. They they don't get Johnny Five, you know, <laughs> frag assassin, frag mind, yeah, assassin <laughs> bots. Uh, that that's kind of weird, right? Like I don't know. It's it's strange, but it it does uh does make me think about what's gonna happen next. Yeah, because what what will stop them from having like a drone drone attack? Well, it's like. Now, now that the gates have been opened, yeah, yeah, like you could use, use robots on your citizens. That's right, drone this neighborhood. Plus, yeah, drones. Fuck. Drones have been proven to be you know, super accurate everywhere so else. So why would we have concerns oh my God. about that? Yeah, I, I, I saw something once that said that drones have like a one to seventy nine uh, ratio for uh, like collateral damage, like one confirmed target to seventy nine. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. That's not a good ratio. Can you imagine any other (laughs) implementation of that? Like, like you're like one out of eighty times. It's absolutely fucking perfect. What about those other seventy nine times? Jeez, we're writing checks like fucking crazy. That's fucked up because that that is seventy nine brand new. Uh, enemies of the state, so to speak, that you'll just instantly create. Yeah, like fucking, it's awful. They got to find a better way. There's a better way out there, Derek Bullen. There, I'm. I'm not aware of it. You know, <laughs> just improve our. Robot. I thought you were coming here with answers today. Social media. <laughs> Social media engineer. Engineer. What are you talking? Yeah, community drone, manager. Drone engineer. Community what are you manager? talking about, Ricky? <laughs> yeah. Cop. Cop critic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> official, cop critic. official police critic of this. Uh, this podcast live at eleven. We have Derek <laughs> Bolin here, known police critic. Yeah. <laughs> Well-known Canadian Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Fucking. But yeah, it's interesting to see like police departments across the U.S. have had totally different reactions. Like some of them have swung the other way. Like you see really? police like, oh yeah, there's there's pictures of police linked arms with protesters walking down the street, and then you see that's awesome the shit in Baton Rouge, which is like the opposite of awesome. Yeah, that one lady because I haven't seen any video from Baton Rouge, but uh, I did see that one photo. The they call her Grace, 
or whatever. It's like oh, she's, just standing in front yeah. of her. Yeah, that's like a... And they're like, a, there's like three guys just swarming on her, a bunch of fucking molly whopper or something. And uh, it, does she get rocked? Have you, is she actually I, on I video? I haven't seen I've just oh, seen okay. the picture. But iconic photo for sure. Yeah. <laughs> she, hope she's okay. That's like Tiananmen Square shit. That's what it looked like. God, man, that must be a fucked up feeling down there right now. I, I swear that we're going to see a civil war in the U.S. in our lifetime because people are just, they're getting so polarized now. It and is fever pitch right now. But what do you think those sides would represent in a civil war? Like, what are we, what are we saying then? I don't even, because they're so... Like, is it like a race war? Amorphous. Well, not even necessarily a race. Like, maybe even just right versus left. Or yeah, that's, that's like more that's what more. I feel like. Right versus left. Yeah. So just like a paradigm split. Because mm. you have people, like, we almost saw Donald Trump versus Bernie Sanders this year in that's the election. True. Which is like. That's very true. Like, yeah. Bernie Sanders would probably run as a conservative if he was in Canada, but, like, that's as, as socialist as you're going to see a mainstream. From America, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And the stand that Trump is just, I don't even know what, that's what a good the point. fuck that guy is. That's a good fucking point. But yeah, people just getting pushed. There's not really a lot of centrists anymore that I find who are like, oh, let's look at both sides. They're like, <laughs> fuck you, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Here's why. I think that has a lot to do with the entertainment that comes with politics. Because the the most successful people recently are those who are able to shine. Look at Trudeau. Look at Obama. Look at Trump. Look at these people. In fact, actually, you could say, you know, a lot of the people that say negative stuff about Hillary Clinton, um, one of the worst things people say about her is that she's, like, not entertaining. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. That That's even, like, one of the things. Like, not that she's, like, you know, possibly, like, a traitor to the state. Yeah. Or, like, you know, or, you know, or that she's been caught... Dozens of times, like laundering money for people that she shouldn't, or anything like that. Not none of that, but the fact that she's not entertaining. She's yeah, yeah. Her, her Twitter isn't even that good. That's what I'm saying. That. Like if the Rock actually wanted to run for president, that, they would fucking elect that guy. They would. They would totally elect Brock. Absolutely, Brock could probably be prime no, minister no, not now. Brock. Oh, Brock. The Rock. Oh, The Rock. I'd rather see The, the Rock's yeah. a little more even keeled than Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you heard it here first. Brock versus Rock, 2024. <laughs> Jesus, do you think Kanye is gonna really actually run? Uh, That's I don't. A scary, you know, scary thought. If, if fucking Trump gets elected this year, I could see Kanye being like, "What's what's stopping me?" Like, oh god. Because then you know the Rock's gonna run in twenty twenty four. It's it's all coming together, dude. Kanye versus the Rock in twenty twenty four. That would be epic. Just the catchphrases. Oh, oh man. So many catchphrases. <laughs> you see this? Like, okay, we're getting caught up in the sensationalism of it right now. Like, I know we're fucking totally joking. But, like, it it seems so much more um, p- palatable. It, it's, like, it's way more easier to, to swallow when we talk about, like, oh, yeah, it is entertaining. It's fucking great. Because you compare that to, like, say, John Kerry being like, well, uh, well to this year's deficit up against last year's deficit, the RDA as well. But it's just like, I don't give a fuck. How much taxes are you going to take from me this year? How many are you going to, you know, that's what people that's fucking it. focus on. That's all people on. care about. That's what about people it. focus on. So when you get a guy like Trump that's like, the wall just got 10 feet higher. You're like, what? What is this? Guy? You're elected. Yeah, what the fuck? I love Game of Thrones. And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's the mentality you're dealing with. It's well, fucking up. Well, cr- Trump came in, he what, what, went through eight, eight, nine debates not Rocked. knowing what the fuck yeah. he was talking. Like, you listen to the guy talk, yeah. and he's just like, 
He sounds like your crazy grandpa yeah. talking about how still, he still hasn't it. presented a platform yet, by the way. <laughs> still, still no platform to speak of where like people like who's that? That cruise fuck. Cruise it was going in there with like this is this is how I feel about healthcare. This is how I feel about education. Yeah. This is how this is how I'm gonna govern. Like, yeah. fucking this is how I'm gonna govern. Fucking own. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna build a wall. And he's like, you're a, you're a you're a mousy little fuck. You know that? <laughs> and everyone's like, he is a mousy little fuck. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> That's weird though. But yeah, like it's it's not. I don't know. Maybe in a few years we'll look back at this and be like, remember we called it fucking The Rock versus Brock versus Kanye. <laughs> Kanye, three-way. <laughs> three-way for the fucking title. Yeah, I like that. Okay. They're going to debate at WrestleMania. Yeah, they could do it. <laughs> Vince will get in there for sure. Do you think Vince would... Uh, do you think... Okay, how about this? Do you think Vince would vote for Donald Trump or The Rock? If it was Donald oh, Trump versus The Rock. Oh, he's got ties to yeah. qualify. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's say Donald Trump's the incumbent. All right, so he's already sitting in the White House, the Trump House, and fucking Rock, Rock is uh, Rock's making, you know, he's he's letting him know his role. He's going all the way to the fucking top. He's gonna move the White House down to fucking Jabroni Boulevard. There, he's gonna. <laughs> it's the SmackDown. Hotel. Just, just I didn't want to act like I knew everything, but you know, I I, I did. <laughs> but like, well, who does, who does Vince vote for? Does he does he go straight Connecticut on it, or does he does he stay loyal because he knows Rock? No, it'd be he'd go straight Connecticut on it. He goes, yeah, I think he's so. really his money. He first. knows where the money is. You'll do it and like it, damn it! <laughs> fucking, you you just like it. I don't know. I think he'd go with Rock because you know Rock would give him some fucking favors. He's like Rock. I put you over how many fucking times? All your shitty movies, I put you over. How many fucking times? The Rock says those weren't the worst movies I ever made. <laughs> Wait, The Rock made shitty movies? What? Have you ever seen, what's that new one? San, and, this, San Andreas? San Andreas. Not the Grand Theft Auto, but the fucking uh, the earthquake, earthquake one. Yeah. yeah. What was the poster we saw? The one that it sh- they fucked up. They should have said, it should have been a picture of The Rock hanging from the cliff of the, the earthquake, like where the split was. And it should have been like, this time it is his fault or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. That was good. Anyway, whatever. Stupid shit. Uh, uh, let's see here. Um, Derek Bullen. Yeah. How can people follow you online if they want to do so? You can learn a lot oh, from I'm you. On, I'm on the internet. You can you can learn shit from me. <laughs> I'm trying do, to put uh, you over in public here. Thanks. You can uh, get at me on Twitter. Uh, I am at Herder. That's uh, six R's total. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, all the good usernames were taken by the time I finally got to Twitter. So it's <laughs> at H-U-R-R-R-D-U-R-R-R. I'm picturing you being like okay let's try this Derek Bullen Derek Bullen 1 Derek Bullen 2 2 fuck it Herder and like not just Herder but like some extra extra and now I like I'll talk at conferences and shit and I'll be like fuck like why do I have this Twitter (laughs) (laughs) you're too late in the game now to change it you gotta stick yeah Yeah. it's it's how people know me (laughs) as an idiot totally understand (laughs) yeah I I feel you it's okay actually there's that whole element we didn't even get it to I guess you'll have to come back and we'll have to talk a thousand times I'd be down for that fucking rights friend of the show now you have uh, have to show up and represent absolutely Uh, Mr. Saavedra yeah how can people follow you online uh, you follow me at the Savedra on Twitter and Michael A. Savedra on Instagram. You can also learn a lot from Michael Savedra. Just want to say that. Just me. Put you over in public. There you go. Seamart, <laughs> uh, way over there. Way over there. Uh, fresh off of Elephantasma, totally just, you know, rocking your flow here. He took it for himself. That's right. <laughs> 
Stealing catchphrases. You're gonna have to go to wrestler court with him on that one, man. <laughs> Fucking True. take her old favor in your favor. Okay. Uh, how could people follow you if they? Nope. 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 All right. Not All right. on the internet. Uh, I, I changed it to I wouldn't bother. Now in, in the in the details, it <laughs> says how to follow Seymour, and it quotes him saying, "I wouldn't even bother." <laughs> uh, and if you want to follow uh, the podcast, you can do so at intergalacticinterviews.com. That's on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and uh, the main site, intergalacticinterviews.com, which has everything to date. Uh, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube and. Fucking SoundCloud, Jesus! <laughs> SoundCloud numbers are way down ever since we've introduced all these other fucking formats, which is uh, which is all okay. SoundCloud's always been kind of medium, so that's fine. But uh, yeah, what I was gonna say? Uh, oh, and me, you fuckers, if you really give a shit, you can follow me at md underscore boomsday. That's all across the board: Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, blow everywhere. Uh, Derek Bolin, you're a gentleman. Uh, appreciate you guys having me. Come on, <laughs> giving me giving me a platform to talk. I do <laughs> do enjoy hearing my own voice. So it was uh... known police criticism. Known aficionado. Yeah, I uh, I don't know my username for Pokemon Go. Otherwise, I'd share that with you guys. But, oh shit! Uh, you can find me wandering parks in Coquitlam, uh, <laughs> not mugging children. Yeah. <laughs> so also the best meme. I don't know if you saw the meme that was out and it's. Just like a, a old like weird rape van, and then on the side, yeah. it's like, how to lure kids in 2016. Oh there are Pokemon inside. inside. <laughs> it's true, though. I would totally get in that van. So. Fucking Derek Bolin, known upstanding citizen. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, we'll see you guys next week with a very special crew episode. You fuckers. We'll see you guys real soon. Thanks, guys. Yeah.